$1,000 for a complete 19-point checkup from Brower Mechanical. Call 916-624-0808. Online at GoSmallSolar.com. The Brower Home Power Hour, Fridays at 8, right here. At Holcomb Law Group, you can expect the highest standards provided by large law firms while receiving responsive and efficient solutions at reasonable rates. Specializing in intellectual property licensing, trademarks, commercial leasing, and acquisitions, Jessica Holcomb and her team will help you navigate every step of the transaction. For exceptional value and transparency, call Jessica Holcomb at 530-320-2181, 530-320-2181. This is Rob Warner with Guild Mortgage Company. If this is the year for you to buy your first home or move up to your dream home, rates are incredible right now. And there's many different options to meet your needs. You can call me seven days a week or check out my webpage anytime. Give me a call now at 916-932-0265. That's 916-932-0265. Or find me at robwarnerhomeloans.com. NMLS number 825102. Guild Mortgage Company, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS number 3274. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-758-5360. 1-800-758-5360. Money 105.5. Views expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station, its owners, staff, or management. The following program is sponsored by Simply Great Lives. Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Impact Hour. I am Rena. And I'm John. And we are so excited that you've joined us today. We have a fantastic topic to explore with you over the next hour. We are talking about goal setting because now that it's January, tis the season to set goals. And it's a really great time to evaluate what's important to you, what you want to get going on. And I just wanted to let you know for 100% certainty, it is fine that you did not start on a goal on January 1st. It's still good and worthwhile to move on stuff that's important when you're ready to do so. So don't feel like you missed the boat, missed the train, can't get going. Now's the time to get going because any goal that's worth pursuing is worth pursuing when you're ready to move on it. Yeah, I was reading a blog quite a while ago about a guy who set a New Year's resolution to not have New Year's resolutions ever again. Amen. And his (laughs) rationale was that New Year's isn't the only time to have goals, to pursue them, and it was something that he wanted to have as a pattern in his life throughout the year, not just at New Year's. I totally resonate with that because, in fact, this year I was noticing I was, you know, really engaged in the holidays and preparations and time with family, and it was actually a little hard to devote as much time to it as I wanted. So if it was like January 1st or nothing, it's like I missed out. But now that things are settling in, I'm I'm getting clear on, on what I want and what I'm ready to work on, and I might be ready to work on something entirely different three months down the road, and that's great. Do it when you're ready. Yeah. It's not that New Year's resolutions are bad. It's just that's not the only time of year to have an activity like that and a goal like that in your life. Absolutely. So goals are important. It's a way to live intentionally with your life. If you don't have goals for your life, somebody else probably will. Ouch. (laughs) Can you repeat that? If you don't have goals for your life, somebody else probably will. Yeah, that could be family... uh, spouse, kids, boss, there's always people who want to have goals for your life, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the key way to not let circumstances dictate what you do in life. It's a tool to make the values that you hold and your actions and your whole life all line up. Mm -hmm. So part of it we want to talk about is about how to pick good goals for your life. Because not all goals are created equal, right? Yeah. Some are more 
useful, more beneficial than others. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you wanted to talk about this, Rena. Why don't you go ahead with this? You want to pick good goals that are beneficial to you and moving you forward. And you want to be sure that it's something that you desire deeply in your heart. So it's something that you really care deeply about, that you want for yourself, versus something you feel that you should do. And now, in my experience, should only takes me so far. You know, I really should establish this habit. I should go to the gym. I should do this. I should do that. That's that's not motivation right there. No, that's demotivation. <laughs> it's demotivating, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you want to be sure that it's something uh, that you really care about. You know, having emotion behind it, for example, would be very, very helpful in having it be something that you're wanting to move forward on. Yeah. Emotion is an important part of setting goals. And if Basically, we believe that most of your decisions that you make in your life are based on emotions. And that's not just an indictment, but that's true of all of us. That's just part of the human experience, right? Part of right? the human experience. Emotions move us. Emotions move us. And you know, when we make a decision, we've decided emotionally that that's what we want. And then we go in afterwards and justify why we made that that decision by other means. I've heard of that for like purchasing a car, yeah. right? You know, people sit in the driver's seat and it feels really good and they feel really good about themselves. So they purchase the car and then in retrospect, they start justifying it. It's like, well, you know, I'll save so much money on gasoline and then the justifications come in. But the decision is often based on emotion. Yes. And when you have goals, it's even more important. It's really hard to work on a goal that you just really don't care about. That's just not going to work out so hot. You'll, un you'll be unlikely to follow through if you're just doing a goal because it sounds like it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hard. There's a lot of things that we feel like we should do or they seem like good ideas, but that's not necessarily going to move us to actually take action on it. Right. So when you're picking goals, you should ask, is this something you really want? Or is this something that you just feel like you should do? And maybe you should do it, but if you can connect it to something of deeper meaning and importance to you, then that works as well. So you can ask yourself, why does the goal matter? Who does it matter to? Who else besides you does it matter to? Who else is it important to? So if you're, say, on a, you know, have a goal for better health, maybe you're not that driven to have better health in your life. But if you start asking, well, who else is this important to you? And maybe you realize it could be really important to your kids for you to have a healthier lifestyle and to have maybe, you know, a, a better uh, a level of health in your life so you can be with your kids and play with them and be around longer, then maybe you can get motivated and get have, have a drive behind the goal. You know, I can really relate to that. That's exactly my experience. I've, I've, um, I hate the word struggled. There's got to be a better, I've had issues around my weight for my, my entire life. And my mom died of a heart attack when I was 14 years old. And so seeing, and I was the youngest and seeing my son coming up on his 14th birthday, my youngest son, I've really started to, to become concerned and motivated. And so in doing the research I did, what I needed to do to avoid a heart attack um, was to change my diet to um, a whole foods plant-based diet. And I love the affirmation that I got from some people around me. They're like, wow, that's a tremendous change. How is it that you were motivated to make that kind of level of change? Because it was a very large adjustment. And it really was that I didn't want my son to have that same experience, and I want to be there for my son. So that's a great example, I think, of finding who else is it important to whether I achieve this goal or not. Yeah. That is, is a big deal, and getting, getting connection connected to your drive and your motivations through emotion in your goals is pretty darn important. Mm -hmm. So we have more to talk about for goals. We need to go to a break, and so we will be right back.
What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. You are listening to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live a life rich in meaning and significance. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Yay. We are talking about goals because it's that time of year. So another big aspect of picking really good goals is to ask yourself, is the goal a substantial change for you in your life? Or is it just a small blip forward? The real question you should be wondering is with the goals that you've been setting, are you basically in the same place you were in five years ago in your life? So you want something that really causes a substantial change in a person's life. Yes. Right. If we're going to set some goals, let's not be dinking around here. Let's go for it. <laughs> let's get something done. Let's get something done. <laughs> so good examples might be getting a certification, learning a skill, improving a character quality. That would be really important. You know, improving yourself in boldness or vulnerability, being more encouraging with people, compassion might be changing jobs or careers. Note that if you go from, and this is just an example, but go from working at you know one grocery store and change your jobs to working at another grocery store, that probably isn't a big forward step for you. What do you call that, a sideways instead of forward? Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, just, that's just different. That's not necessarily a big step forward. Mm-hmm. And, and I suppose with the specifics, it could be, but for most folks, that wouldn't be. Um, Another way could be like changing the culture of a relationship. Ooh, that's something we're working on. That's good stuff. I love this big stuff that you're talking about, like stepping into new character qualities. Yeah. I heard uh, I was uh, on a call the other day and somebody asked, who do you want to be in 2017? And I love that question because I love the idea that I get to determine who I am. And I get to choose what character qualities I want to have and deliberately set about working those because that does take effort to to integrate something new into your character. Yeah. Totally we, worthwhile. Yeah, can relate to that. Have this old pattern that's been in play for some number of decades. <laughs> <laughs> and wanting to change that is is takes quite a bit of effort. Because those old right. patterns just pop right back if they're not paying attention. Well, they do, and, and that's a good good example. I know we'll get into this later, but it's not just like one and done. When you want to change something really substantial in your life, it's going to take time and effort. There's going to be mistakes, and and we need to keep keep on with it and not give up on it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, those old patterns, we get neuro what do you call it, neural pathways that we've kind of worn a groove in. So that's our thinking, it's our behaviors, our reactions, all those things we've been doing for a long time. So I love the idea of treating ourselves with compassion and and knowing that it's going to take some, some time to create substantial change. Definitely. Or finally, you might be wanting to change the culture of your workplace. That wow. would make a huge difference, be a big step forward. That's powerful. Yeah. So one thing you might do as you're picking goals is to evaluate 2016. What worked? What didn't work? Am I where I wanted to be in terms of my relationships, my impact on the world, my health, my personal development, my finances, other areas? So Mm -hmm. just evaluate and of course, it's not all negative. You know, if things worked in 2016, maybe you want more of that. Well, and great to recognize the positive things that you did do and celebrate those. Because a lot of times we step over that and don't even acknowledge it. And that's worth celebrating. Oh, yeah. Because you want more of it. Yep. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> so you know what? I did that and I want more of that. That's yeah, right. I got it going on. <laughs> I can create that kind of change. Yes, I can. Right. So for the, for the coming year, we want you to pick good goals for yourself goals that have some emotional juice behind them they're a desire of your heart it's not a should 
and they have substantial change for you in your life and move you forward. And next we want to talk about how do you actually set the goals. Yeah, I love I love this idea of setting goals that are that are worthy of taking action on and really the focus needs to be on the outcome, not the method. And around me I see a lot of method type of goals, you know, going to the gym, for example, is a method. It's a means to achieving another goal. <laughs> so it's great to get really clear on what it is that you're wanting to achieve because then it opens up a whole lot more options for how to do that. Way to think of it is if somebody had a goal around going to the gym and their schedule changes and they're no longer able to go to the gym, they drop it. And what they could do instead is be like, you know what, I really want to increase my, my physical stamina, my strength, and I'll do that by going to the gym. And then when the gym doesn't work anymore, it's like, okay, well, that's not going to work. Maybe I can do some strength training while I'm watching TV. I can do that in addition to walking during lunch. So there's when we're clear on the outcome that we want, it opens up a lot of options, which is really a reflection of our commitment to get that goal done, that we need to be flexible and pivot and be willing to change the plan but not give up on the goal. I think that's just kind of an overarching message for us today is when it's a worthwhile goal, don't give up on it. Find a way to make it happen. If that doesn't work, try something else. That doesn't work, try something else. Try combinations and know that it's worthy and worthwhile. See what you can do to make that happen. Yeah, a big part of that, I don't know if we really plan on talking about this aspect of it, but it's really increasing your level of commitment towards the goals that you've had. Now, you might be a kind of person who sets goals and achieves them, but I know a lot of folks out there, you know, the, the general thinking is people set New Year's resolutions, and then by February, their new resolutions are done. Right. Like, they didn't actually achieve those, they just gave up on them. And a big part of that has to do with the level of commitment for the goal. Mm -hmm. I think in our society, at least the way I've grown up, is we set a goal and we work on the goal as long as it's not too hard, Ooh. as long as it's not too inconvenient. Mm -hmm. it, you know, as soon as th something comes up, oh, well, I guess I can give up on this goal. That's not a, a high level of commitment towards that. Oh, and you might even, if you're not careful, get language in there like, oh, I can't do that anymore, or I have to do this other thing instead. Right. Right. Got to be yeah. careful of the words that we choose. My boss won't let me go to the gym, for example, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because he wants me to be here at work or whatever, right? Got to give up on that health goal because my boss won't let me go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I sound a little bit like Eeyore. Oh, there we go. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah. So the idea is to increase your commitment level to the goal. And as long as it's still a worthwhile goal, just keep working on it until you accomplish it. Awesome. Great stuff. And when we're picking our goals, we need to be sure to pick goals that are moving us towards something and not away from something. The away from or toward languaging is actually a very important and key component of a goal. They did a, I love research studies, and I love the simplicity of this one. They had um, test subjects, which are usually like um, college students, undergrad right? psych students, but anyways. Yes. Um, <laughs> so they had, they sat down and one group had, they both had the same maze, and they were a little mouse, right? And the mouse is supposed to make its way through the maze. This is like on paper. And um, how do you get the little mousey through the maze to the other side? And one group had a big bad owl that it was trying to get away from. And it had to work its way through the maze to get away from this owl that would eat it up. And the other group had didn't have the big bad owl. They had a piece of cheese at the end of the maze. And everybody knows mice love cheese, right? So they had to get their little mouse through the maze over to the cheese. And they measured how long it took the test subjects to do the maze, depending on whether they were going away from an owl or toward the cheese. What they found is there was a significant difference in the amount of time that it took. It took less time to get to the cheese than it did getting away from the owl. And I think that's because as 
here's a big thing about away from languaging and goals. As we get further away from what we're trying to get away from, our motivation diminishes. We're just not feeling so motivated because it doesn't hurt so bad anymore. You know, I don't know. Maybe they got away from the mouse ha- or the owl halfway, and they're like, "Whew, okay, this isn't so bad." Um, There's no way that owl can find me now. I'm halfway <laughs> in the maze. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Whereas the closer that they get to the cheese, the more excited I think that they get and more engaged. And then there's this other dynamic when we're under a time pressure, a time constraint. Uh, it tends to diminish our creativity. And we've found this um, reading other <coughs> studies that people who are under substantial time constraint tend to be less creative in problem solving. So I think that the away from in general is not beneficial for us in moving forward on our goals. <clears throat> and we can focus on what we'll get instead of on what we're giving up, which is a little bit more about the toward languaging instead of the away from. And I I could really resonate this when I changed my diet to um, plant-based. And a lot of people I talked to, they're like, how could you give up meat like that? And and I really didn't focus on that. I really focused on what I could have because I'd done low-carb diets for years and years, and there were so many prohibited foods that I totally indulge in. <coughs> I love in the summertime having watermelon and putting some corn on the grill along with my other grilled veggies. I love having butternut squash and sweet potatoes and all kinds of fruit and beans and rice and all these wonderful, delightful foods, I get to focus on what I do have instead of, oh, being so sad, I can't have this other stuff anymore. And the neat thing is, is that my my desires for what I really wanted switched after a little while, so I don't feel like I'm missing out at all. And I still relish all the yummy stuff that I get to eat. And that's what you'll get from your goal. Focus on what it'll be like to get that, how great it'll be, and don't focus so much on what you're giving up or what you won't have anymore. Awesome. Note a part of that, it's always easier to start something than it is to stop something. Yes, it and is. So if, you, if your goal essentially is to quit something, quit smoking, whatever, it's easier to replace that with something new than it is to just take that the original thing out and that we can focus on the adding of the new thing <clears throat> rather than just getting rid of something that you didn't want. Which is an interesting version of the toward instead of away from. But yeah, that's something I learned um, studying social work and creating change in people <coughs> that it's easier for people to start something. So focus on um, what you can be doing and what you want to include in. Another neat tip for that is like if you're building a habit to go ahead and pair it with something that you're already doing. So for example, I started taking uh, vitamin supplements and I I drink coffee every morning, so I paired it with my coffee and like I can't have my coffee without thinking about taking my vitamin supplements. (laughs) So just another helpful tip on building a habit. Very cool. So We're changing the order just a little bit here. Oh, yeah. We're being real flexible today. It's all good. (laughs) All right. Uh, One of the things that you can do in setting your goals is to find somebody to hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of you are used to accountability at work. And I don't know about you, but my workplace accountability was basically just another word for punishment. We want to hold you up punishable. <laughs> they were the same, one one in the same words, yes, huh? punishable but, and accountable. <laughs> yeah, but good accountability is not punishment. Yeah. Good accountability is helping you continue to move forward even when you stop, when you don't do what you want. The person is there, they're compassionate, and they're asking, so what's, what's going on and how can I help? And that sort of... Uh, person is much more helpful than here let me punish you for not accomplishing what you said you were going to do 
Yeah, we've got um, various systems of support in our lives because we tend to be goal setters and and creating a lot of change in our lives. And we've got people to ask us how it's going, what worked, what didn't work, what do we want to change, what do we try, what do we want to try, and what do we want to do in moving forward. And they're there with us along the way, and we get to support them in doing that too. So you can have an accountability partner. And that's my reminder that it's time to go to break. And so we'll be coming back with some really great, useful stuff on goal setting. I want you to stay tuned because you're listening to the Impact Hour. overpaying the gas and electric company every time you turn them on probably way more than you can imagine i'm farron larson for big mountain heating and air solar and high performance windows for instance you could finance a brand new heating and air system with solar probably do it with the amount of money you're already overpaying the utility company annually you could own a new two kilowatt solar system and will include a new heating and air system in any residential size for less than $56 a month out of pocket or get 10 high performance Anlin windows up to 600 United inches with a new two kilowatt solar system for less than $47 a month out of pocket. It's free to find out how. Just call me 378 4616 or go to bigmountainair.com. That's 378 378- 4616 or bigmountainair.com. Thanks for considering Big Mountain, folks. Happy, healthy, and prosperous New Year from your flooring experts at Waldo Bowers. During these cold and sometimes freezing nights in Sacramento this time of year, if you were a shepherd, these would be three sheep nights. But now you can stay snuggy, buggy, and cozy in your home, and you can choose from the largest selection of wool carpets at Waldo Bowers Floor Covering. If you're thinking about remodeling in 2017, Waldo Bowers is the place you should start. Carpet, hardwood, vinyl, laminate, and LVPs, LVTs, everything in stock has a special price. Go to 2300 Broadway and view the largest selection of flooring than any other store in the Sacramento region. And while you're there, take a look at the wallpaper that will complement your decor. 0% financing is available on approved credit. Waldo Bowers, excellent customer service, professional installation, and affordable prices. Why would you go anywhere else? Online at waldobowersfloorcovering.com or call 451-0114. 451-0114. Are you ready for your rush of success? I'm Jim T. Chong, the walk star. And I'm Cami Ferry, the theater queen, the hosts of Rush Hour for Success on Money 105.5 on Thursdays and Fridays at 2 p.m. It's about getting entertained and getting solutions for your success in life and business. Visit us on Facebook at Money 105.5 FM Rush Hour for Success or download the Money 105.5 app on your phone for the live stream. That's Thursdays and Fridays, 2 p.m. Pacific time. Get entertained, get educated, and get your rush on Rush Rush Hour Hour for Success. The partners at Integrated Financial Concepts and Insurance Marketing provide successful financial strategies through a proven 10-step process. The partners at IFC work closely with family-owned businesses and closely held corporations, offering services ranging from pension and tax strategy to retirement and family legacy planning. Call today for a free consultation at 530-886-8550. For straight talk and sound investments, call 530-886-8550. And listen live every Thursday at 3 p.m. from Mind Your Business. Live life on purpose. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Hey, welcome back to the Impact Hour. We're so glad you joined us today. We're talking about goal setting. And if you're listening to us live, you are absolutely welcome to call into the station. And we would love to support you with any questions or comments you have about setting goals. And I wanted to mention that if you missed a show, you can listen to show recordings at theimpacthour.com. It's also available as a podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and more. So you don't have to miss out if you're doing something else. We love you listening live. You can call into the show if you're listening live. But if not, know that you can listen otherwise. (laughs) Awesome. We've been talking about setting goals today. And if you've been listening today and you're not sure what kind of goal you would even set, but you know you want your life to move forward, we do have an event for you. It's called Live on Purpose. 
how to have time for what you care about. So if you're tired of your life being in the same place year after year, if you feel pulled in too many different directions, if you're worried you'll never get around to what's really important to you, then you can come uh, to our event. We'll help you evaluate what's important to you, what are your values, and we'll talk about how to set some goals. We'll give you some tools and we'll help you kind of expand as a person with personal development. And that is on Wednesday, February 1st from 7 to 9. It will be online. That's convenient. You can come in your jammies. That's right. (laughs) And just for you guys, our listeners, we can gift this to you. It's normally $20, but you can come for free if you want to use the coupon code 2017. You can go to the impacthour.com and you can go to the events section in there on your regular computer browser. It's on the right hand side, but if you're looking on a mobile device, you scroll down to the bottom and then you can click the link and it'll take you to a page where you can register. Yay, that's awesome. We would love to support you in moving forward with what's really important to you. Definitely. Yay. Some more about goals. You might have heard this term SMART goals. Now SMART goals is not like they have to be smart or they're stupid. (laughs) No judgment there. (laughs) That's right. Um, But it's just an acronym to kind of help you select goals uh, that are constructed in a supportive fashion for yourself. So the first one, the S stands for specific. The goal should be specific so that you can act on it. So if you have uh, just a vague goal like, I don't know, you know, I'd like to be more successful, how do, you, how do you even know how to move forward on that? How do you know when you've achieved it? It's just pretty unclear. It's so vague. Yeah, too vague. So the idea is for it to be specific. The M stands for measurable. You should be able to know if you've achieved it or not. You should be able to measure and go, I did my goal or I didn't do my goal. If it's wishy-washy, you're not even sure if you achieved the goal or not, and it just kind of fades away. We know another lady, a couple, well, we don't know her husband so well, but uh, know that she's working, they're both working to change the culture of their marriage, and they actually rate their marriage on a scale of like one to 10 or something. Yeah, one to 10. And and periodically checking in and rating it. So what seems like it might not be measurable actually may be if you use something creative like that. That's right. The A in SMART stands for achievable. Now this part's kind of squishy. We always encourage people to pick goals that are possible rather than just probable. And so achievable, a lot of times we can achieve more than we think, but it shouldn't be so far out there that we look at it and go, oh, there's no way, I might as well give up now. Yeah, I've done that to myself before. I've had goals that's just crushing. Yeah. It's like, why did I even pick that? <laughs> right. Yep. Too much to even get started. The R, at least the way we use it, stands for risky. So again, that same lines, it should be something that's possible, not just probable. There should be some, some way of stretching yourself in the goal. And the T stands for time frame. You know, losing two pounds in a year is a different <laughs> kind of goal than losing two pounds in one month. Or a week. Or a week. Yeah. And like I said, it was interesting because I brought up the time issue later. You don't want it to be something that paralyzes you, yet it's part of the having it measurable, you know, having an end date on it. And I know for myself, it could, it could actually work the other way. I've per- totally procrastinated on goals because I looked at it and I'm like, I still have time on that. <laughs> I don't need to get going on that. And yeah. that's not the point, right? We, the point is creating important change in your life. Right. Not about, you know, if you get it done at this certain day. Right. Yeah. Yep. You should write your goals down. I know I've had goals and two weeks later, I'm like, what was that goal again? (laughs) Uh, I was something sort of like, I don't quite remember. It's probably hard to move on that. Pretty hard. (laughs) (laughs) So you should write it down, put it somewhere visible, somewhere where you'll encounter it. Be reminded, oh yeah, I'm still working on this goal. And you should share them with people. Now, I've heard some folks say that you shouldn't share them with people. Um, I find it's helpful to share them with people. Do whatever is helpful for you. 
the, the argument I've heard is that when you share them with people, then somehow your subconscious thinks you've already done it and you stop working on it. Oh, that's uh, interesting. I wouldn't go with that personally, but okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See what find, what's useful See with you. See what moves you forward. Yeah. But I find sharing my goals with people helps me increase yeah. my commitment to it, and yeah. I find that helpful. I find it helpful too, and there's there's a certain level of discomfort I feel if I'm not working on something and I know like everybody else knows that I'm supposed to be so you know kind of brings in that dynamic too just bringing in other people yes all right and I think you wanted to talk about making a commitment toward your goal yeah goals this is kind of just a different mindset a different way of looking at goals instead of it being uh, one and done I missed it or I attained it um, it's really making a commitment to the change that you want to create in yourself, which is pretty different, I think, a pretty far cry from the typical New Year's resolution. So as we looked at, at the timing of the show, actually I thought it was great that it was several days after New Year's so that we can kind of get past the New Year resolution mindset and into really the idea <coughs> of making a commitment to work on what's really important to work on in our lives. And we wanted to give you a, a useful tool in um, creating this kind of change in your life, which is to your self-talk and kind of the story that you tell yourself. So I encourage you to tell yourself that you are the kind of person who sets and achieves goals, and you are the kind of person who moves forward in life. If you pay attention to the talk that just kind of naturally happens in your head, you might find that there are some very different messages than that, especially if you've had some experience around not achieving goals. And so it doesn't have to be specific around goals, but know that you're the kind of person who moves forward and you get things done and you create important change in your life. We just wanted to encourage you to start integrating that into the stories that you tell yourself. And what we wanna really encourage you to, to do is to take on very big, worthy goals for your life. And I'm talking about stuff that's so big, you may need to break it down into smaller steps. If you find that helpful, that can actually be a very useful tool in, in achieving something very large. I mean, the, probably the simplest idea would be weight release. Just wanted to point out that commonly people say weight loss. And I've heard people caution against that because when you lose something, what do you want to do? You want to find it. So you don't necessarily want to lose that weight, but release it because it's not serving you anymore. And if you have a lot that you want to release, it may serve you to break that up into smaller, more achievable goals. The thing is you get to celebrate and acknowledge your, your success along the way when you do that. So instead of celebrating once, you can celebrate five times along the way? Well, awesome, absolutely. That sounds like whoa, a whole lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And yeah, I, I guess what I'm really wanting to drive home is it's not all or nothing. You didn't miss the boat January 1st, that now's really the time to get started and on these big, stretchy goals that are really going to benefit you in the long run and more than likely benefit other people. And I want you to encourage you because it'll probably take some trial and error. There's going to be some learning along the way. And I encourage you to have compassion for yourself for taking on that major kind of change in your life, know that it'll take time to figure it out and make that level of adjustment in your life. And it'll be totally worthwhile. Now, I wanna talk a little bit about what happens when we miss a goal. That's the kind of challenge around goal setting is it, and it's you know with the SMART goals, either you achieved it or you didn't. And it's really important to not judge yourself and what I mean by that is don't make it right or wrong, especially don't make it wrong that you didn't achieve the, exactly what you intended by that time. Uh, instead, you can really focus on the improvement that you have made and recommit to getting that end result that you're wanting. So a lot of recommitting and learning and moving forward, recognize that forward progress. And if you have 
a lot of experience around setting goals and not achieving them. You may kind of experience some um, issues around not trusting yourself with goals. And so good to be aware of that, recognize it, work with it, and give yourself some achievable things that you can work on that'll move you toward that goal as you work on rebuilding that trust. Awesome. Any thoughts on that, John? Just one more thing. If you have a big stretchy goal for yourself, you probably will mess up somewhere along the way. Yep. And that's okay. And so you pick yourself back up, recommit, tweak the goal, commit to a new one, and move forward from there. Yeah, a lot of learning. Let yourself learn and grow from the process. Stay committed, recommit <clears throat> to the end result, and keep moving forward on that. Because like I said, we're talking about worthwhile things that are worth pouring that kind of effort and energy into. Yep. So we need to go to a break. We will be right back. You've been listening to The Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. Interrupting life as usual. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. We've been talking about setting goals because, well, it's that time of year. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. One of the things when you have a goal set, when you've selected a worthy goal, you have it written down, you're working on it, you might get working on and towards that goal and something might happen and you get stuck. You just stop in your tracks. Yeah, I've had that happen. <laughs> what I find usually is going on in me, at least, when that is happening, and I believe it is true of many others as well, is we have what is called a competing commitment. We are committed to our goal, but we are also committed to something else. And for each person, that something else might be something a little different. But for me, I am committed to a couple of different things subconsciously, and that gets in the way a lot of times of me achieving the goals that I want. Those two things are, one is I am committed to appearing smart. And that gets in the way. So if I'm going to do something like start a brand new radio show, for instance, and I might mess up, and I might say um and have awkward pauses in the show, I might not want to have a radio show because I might appear foolish. And that gets in the way then of me achieving goals. It can happen in all kinds of subtle ways. And I might not even be thinking about it. It's just subconsciously I'm trying to protect myself from appearing foolish and dumb. And I get going on a goal and then I find something else more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you're distracted, but That's, actually there's something else going something on inside. Something else going on, yeah. I can relate to that. Mine, mine's just a slightly different variation. I have a need to appear competent, like I've got it all together. And uh, a radio show, like you said, just really kind of pushes those buttons. It's like, oh, awesome. I can screw up in front of thousands of people. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other one I have is I have a comedic commitment to be invisible. So I can be safe. That and comes so, from childhood. Yes. That's, that's pretty early on that we get a message like that. Yes. So, for example, perhaps you want to lose weight, but you are also needing to appear unattractive. Maybe mm. you were abused growing up. Perhaps that milkshake just looks appealing, but maybe there's something deeper going on. And it'd be good to ask yourself what else might be going on here. You know, how am I trying to appear so that I can be loved or accepted or safe? Those kinds of things might be going on and it's good to recognize it. If you don't recognize it and you're unaware, it's pretty hard to do anything about it at all. Mm -hmm. 
sometimes it can be um, something a little more surface, like, you know, just in the moment needing comfort, but really good to be aware of the deeper things, you know, like, like I can also relate to the needing to appear unattractive. And what a bummer thing to be trying to um, satisfy when it's, it's stark against my goals around health. But once at least I'm aware of it, then I can start addressing that. So that's why it's so good to find where we're getting stuck and what's behind it. Yeah. So we've talked about this before, but if you find that's going on in yourself, having some good accountability partners can help. They can help people where you can just share anything with and share what's going on and they can help you continue to move forward. They might help you tweak your goal or tweak the way you're going about your goal to help uh, get around some of the things that might be coming up. You can put systems in place, like Rena mentioned earlier, pair this thing with that thing. So Rena mentioned pairing her, taking her vitamins with her coffee. And so there's ways where it's like, when this happens, I just do that other thing at the same time. You can also increase your commitment to the goal by putting money on the line. <laughs> and so you can say, well, if I don't do my goal like I wanted, then I'm having $50 or $100 or whatever go to, to some some place i've even heard it suggested you know to the political party that you'd rather it not go to something <laughs> like that um i you know what i would do i'd probably um, well it might not have the same effect i was thinking like i'd pay my kids because they'd force me to cough it up oh yes <laughs> but on the other hand i wouldn't feel so bad about giving them my money so you've got to really look at something that's going to provide the proper motivation yeah 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 keep in mind this is pushing on the drive the motivating factor to achieve the goal harder and as we talked about before with the uh, limits to growth, it might be more effective to try to decrease your competing commitment, the drive for that, rather than just pushing harder on your main goal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, just a quick note about accountability um, partners and people to help us support us. Uh, what you want to be sure to find somebody who's also growing themselves and isn't going to go, oh, hey, I understand. Don't worry about that. You didn't really want to work on that, did you, anyway? So right. find somebody who's kind of along the same lines as you where you're at. Yep. Yep. And if your competing commitment is, is strong enough in you, it might be worth getting professional help on. I have certainly availed myself of professional help <clears throat> numerous on occasions. Yes. When working towards your goal, it is good to visualize it. Envision yourself achieving the goal. It's a weird thing, but your subconscious will get in on the action and it'll start working on the problem even when you're not thinking about it. I know in software I've encountered things like this where I've been trying to solve a problem in the computer code and I sit there for hours banging my head against the thing trying to figure out what's going on and if I decide I've had it and I go for a walk and I stop thinking about the problem and I go, oh, and I have to run back to the office because I know exactly what it is. That's because your subconscious got involved. That's because my subconscious got involved and fixed it. And that's so you're really encouraging people to envision them achieving that goal. So spend some time and effort picturing that, what that looks like, what it'll feel like. And it kind of makes it more real to the mind. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And your subconscious goes, oop, this is what we want. Okay, let's get going on it. Absolutely. Yes. So that is a lot of tools and help for you to achieve your goals. Great stuff on goal setting. We're really excited to help you support you in moving forward on what's really important. Yes. So again, we like to mention that if you've been listening to this show and you're still not sure what kind of goals you would like to set for yourself or you feel stuck, maybe you've set goals in the past and have not been able to achieve them, We'd invite you to come to our webinar, our online seminar called Live on Purpose, how to have time for what you care about. I love that. How many people can really resonate with not having time for what's really important to them? They want to be spending time with family. They want to be working on their health. They want all these things, and they're not, not doing it, right? So this is about supporting them and making that stuff happen. Right. So you're tired of your life being in the same place year after year. Do you feel pulled in too many different directions? Are you worried you'll never get around to what's really important to you? Mm -hmm. So if those 
things resonate with you, then we invite you to come. It's on Wednesday, February 1st. Online, you can come in your PJs if you really want. <laughs> From 7 to 9, you can go to theimpacthour.com in the section titled Events. And if you click on that, you can register for the event. And just for you guys, our listeners, if you use the coupon code 2017, you can come as our guest. Yeah, we're really excited to help you get clear on what's really important to you. That'll be one of the things that we spend some time at this webinar is help you get clear on what what you value, what's important to you, what do you want to move forward on. And then we'll give you some really valuable tools to help you start taking action. And, you know, part of that will be about making time. Part of it will be just, just that clarity on what's important to you. And we'll give you stuff to help you move forward on that. Yeah, and part of it is to really dive in and find out what it is you really, really want. What is the why of your life? A lot of times you ask somebody, uh, you know, why do you want to do this or what do you want to do? And what comes out is what we think we should do. Oh, I should be working on this or I should be doing that other thing. But it's not really what we really care about. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we've buried that stuff so deeply that it takes some effort to find out what is it that we really really care about what do we want to make sure we have in our life and not just go through life and then someday go look back and go oh man I I didn't get around to whatever this you know whatever was important you know just never got there because it's so easy to let those things ride they're important but not necessarily urgent and so it's easy to, to spend our time doing on the focusing on the all the urgent things that are always rolling in so we love to support people in um, living with significance, making a positive impact, having connection with people. And you'll need to, of course, take action on what's important to you. That's why we're taking the opportunity to help support you in really choosing what you want to have important in your life and what you want to take action on. Yeah, so it's getting clear on the goals for your whole life and then learning how to move forward on that. Yeah. Well, this has been some great time together. I think great topic. We love helping people move forward on significant and important things. Happy to support you in doing that. And just wanted to reiterate that this is a perfect time of year to really focus on what you want to achieve, what goals you want to work on, what's the change that you want to integrate into your own life. So it's all about getting clear on what's important to you and <coughs> moving forward on that, staying committed, recommitting, learning, and just want you to know that y'all have what it takes. So <laughs> thank you for listening to the Impact Hour and have an awesome week. This is Rob Warner with Guild Mortgage Company. Here's an important mortgage tip for you. Did you know homebuyer down payment assistance programs are not reserved only for first-time homebuyers?